This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. It's The Adam Ritz Show. We uh, do public affairs and we do it with style, or at least we try to. We try to have some fun fun along the way. My name is Adam Ritz. Jay Baker's on the phone with me. Jay, how are you? I am doing great. Looking forward to another exciting edition of the Adam Ritz Show. And it starts uh, with a story out of Toledo, Ohio, with a restaurant chain called Tony Paco's. Now, I'm not familiar with this chain, uh, but if you're listening in the Toledo area, you certainly are. It's a 90-year-old restaurant. Uh, actually, it's, I don't know why I said chain. It's not a chain. It's a restaurant. 90 years old, tons of history, Tony Paco's, and recently they welcomed former Detroit pitcher Denny McLean to stop by the store during uh, National Hot Dog Week to sign their giant hot dog bun. It's sort of a tradition at the <laughs> at the uh, at the restaurant. If you're if you're big and famous enough, you can go sign their hot dog bun. So Denny McLean, uh, I'm not familiar with him. Have you heard of him? He's uh, famous. Yeah, if you're they're... if you're uh, I was just going to say if you're uh, if you're in uh, I guess that uh, older generation that loved baseball in the late '60s, you know exactly who he is. Yeah, and it was funny you said that because I am in what they now call the olds. You know, it's not boomers, it's olds, O-L-D-S. But uh, Denny McLean, you'll appreciate this, was a famous baseball pitcher, and he loved to sit and watch television when he wasn't playing ball. And he sat on the couch one time, foot up on the coffee table. His foot falls asleep. But his favorite show, this is pre, uh, you know, uh, pre-remote control. His favorite show had just come on. So he stood up with his foot asleep, famously tripped and broke four toes and had to go on injured reserve. Oh, so, my gosh. That's that's why you've heard of him. What a great yeah. story. Not a serious injury, but one that kept him off the mound for a few weeks. Wow. Yeah, McLean I uh, have here is a three-time All-Star and a World Series champion. Uh, he played from 1963 to 1972. He might have made more All-Star teams had he not broken his foot uh, with his tragic couch accident. <laughs> his tragic, now now tragic accident. That is yeah. fantastic that you had that recall on that story. Did you remember that happening uh, in the early 70s, or is that just something that's made it through your sports desk? Uh, it made it through the sports desk mostly because it came up during a discussion about uh, the so-called injured reserve. Uh, you know, it has different names in different leagues, but uh, some injuries can border be borderline absurd. You know, uh, the team owner is not happy your foot fell asleep. <laughs> you, you know, know I, how that goes. Yeah, I recall uh, uh, a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, uh, there was an NFL quarterback who like broke his toe trying to get up from the couch and i can't remember who that was but do you remember that story too oh yeah it's phenomenal to think the damage they take on the field and the damage they do to themselves in the weight room and training uh and just standing up from the couch can cause an injury to take you out of play 
Absolutely. This is a great story because it's, uh, you know, it was National Hot Dog Week last week, and this restaurant raised money for the Salvation Army with this uh, personal appearance from Denny McLean. I, I wonder how many media outlets have covered this story, and the first thing they talk about is when he broke his foot trying to stand up from the couch. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, poor guy. So Paco's, Tony Paco's, this restaurant, uh, celebrated National Hot Dog Week with that charity event, having uh, the personal appearance, and they donated 10 cents from every hot dog they sold to the Salvation Army. So we just wanted to tip our hat to uh, Denny McLean and Paco's restaurant in uh, the Toledo, Ohio area. Uh, and I've had a little fun fact here for you, Jay. This year is also the 50-year anniversary of the show MASH, uh, and I didn't realize this. I mean, I watched MASH a little. I was very young. I can't recall too much. I do know the characters, but MASH brought Tony Paco's restaurant to national attention because Jamie Farr, who is a Toledo native, incorporated yes. his love of Toledo into his character, Corporal Klinger. So fans of the show will remember Klinger's love of all things Toledo, including Tony Paco's and the Toledo Mud Hens and all things Toledo. So there's a little fun fact for you. Yeah, that was uh, the very first uh, super television event was the final episode of MASH. Oh, and I do remember that. Um, I'm going to guess it was around 82, 83. Uh, the final yeah. episode of MASH, yeah, that was a huge deal. Huge Sadly, deal. I was in in radio then and we had a big uh viewing party <laughs> at a local hotel <laughs> when i say sadly it was so long ago i even hate to think about how long ago it was well let me uh, you know that you are and to bring us back you are part of the olds <laughs> I'm, a, I'm part of the olds. Uh, are you a, is it boomer are you i'm a gen x what are you yeah, I'm technically a boomer. Okay. I, I was born in the 50s. So, and actually, even on sort of the tail end of the boomers, because you know how each generation sort of has their sense of propriety. The boomers famously is a reference to the baby boom that followed uh, the end of World War II, which ended in 1945. Well, you know, there were babies born well into the 50s that were part of that. Well, you know, the real boomers say you're only a boomer if you were born prior to like 52, you know, mm -hmm. so <laughs> every generation, I'm a bigger boomer than you are, you <laughs> Maybe um, between. Well, I'm getting a. I'm getting. Obviously, I'm getting a notification here. I don't know how to uh, get rid of it, but so we'll just let it beep in the background. Maybe it's Corporal Klinger calling in to. Uh, it might be to win a, a, a prize pack from uh, Tony Paco's hot dog restaurant in Toledo. Uh, maybe we should invent a new generation. If I'm Gen X and you're Boomer and you're really too young to be a boomer, maybe you should be right before Generation X, you should be Generation W. Oh, I like that already. Because there is Generation Z. Uh, was there a Generation Y? It went from Generation X was, to Millennials yeah. to Generation Z. I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep up. Can you this. imagine having to pass a quiz on all these? That's funny. Um, and, you know, well, my parents are 81 years old. What are they? They're, what's before boomers? Yeah, they were, you know, I always called them uh, Truman administration parents because 
uh, that generation tended to be, you know, ultra responsible and everything, uh, much like Harry Truman, uh, the famous president that was immediately following uh, FDR. So they are so, Trumans. Okay, I'll, I'll, we'll just well, call them Trumans. I, that, that's that's my nomenclature for it because my parents were had a strict no sense of humor policy. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> they were funny, funny. Well, you know, all this came about, Adam, because uh, July twentieth was National Hot Dog Day, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you celebrated this week. I'm concerned if you didn't. Well, I did not put up my hot dog tree this year, and uh, but I will say that. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite uh, grilling items to do over the summer is to get a package of uh, brats in the hot dog family and or, and or sausages, and then I grill them and put them on a pretzel bun. And I know you know I'm a fan of the pretzel bun. Oh, yes. But a bratwurst uh, with cheddar cheese on a pretzel bun is one of my favorite things in the world. So, yeah, I can say I celebrated National Holiday uh, Hot Dog Week by uh, enjoying one of those dogs on a bun, pretzel bun. Well, I think it is important that everybody honors National Hot Dog Day. <laughs> and, of course, social media was uh, a buzz with hot dog photos. And that's what social media is all about. That's why the Internet was invented, for certain. <laughs> that's why it was invented. Uh, there are a number of heat issues in uh, our country right now. And, of course, bears uh, repeating to be extra careful. Uh, the... Uh, very young and the very old tend to be more greatly affected by the heat and uh, do take a moment to acquaint yourself with the difference between heat stroke and other heat related injuries and make sure that you are taking the proper precautions one of which of course is uh, lots of hydration and ironically beer is not proper hydration uh, no, that uh, it counter uh, doesn't it counter your hydration? Yes, apparently it works on your body the opposite the way. Even though it is uh, largely uh, comprised of water, it doesn't respond the same way that a nice tall glass of water responds. A hot day on the beach, high noon, with that sun and nothing but beer could be the worst thing you could ever do to yourself yeah definitely if you're enjoying that kind of summer day you know after every uh adult cocktail have a entire full bottle of water absolutely yeah water just goes well with a a number of things health-wise speaking of health a new coffee study just came out from the united kingdom and as you know adam we here uh, in America, we love studies, but you you probably know famously, uh, at first, coffee is really good for you. Then a new study comes out and goes, well, it might not be so good for you. Then another study comes out. And this is, you know, and you've heard all those stories, but apparently this one has been pretty definitive. They say that if you are a fairly regular consumer of two to four cups of coffee, it can help you extend your life. Well, I'm in business because it's two cups every morning. See, there you go. And that's the magic number. It's two to four cups. If you're drinking less or you're drinking more, the health effects drop off. And that doesn't mean, you know, drink exactly two cups of coffee and you'll live a year longer. But I just thought that that was interesting that they were actually able to quantify the amount of coffee that is optimal. 
Yeah, I have two cups of coffee and a pack of cigarettes every day, so I am in luck. <laughs> I uh, will live forever. Do you chase that with a couple of donuts? Uh, yeah, but you know the the caloric intake, <laughs> the smoking. Um, no, for uh, to be serious, uh, no, no no drugs, no alcohol, no smoking. Um, I'm doing my best. I'm at that age now where I'm you know I work out uh, not because I'm trying to look good in my bathing suit, but because I'm hopefully going to see the age 100. Uh, if I don't work out now, then when I'm you know, in my 80s or 90s, I'll be like, gosh, I wish I would have worked out more when I was in my 50s. Yeah, you're absolutely correct about that. And it is kind of good sometimes to have some of these studies remind us that we really do have to be aware of our health. So if you're one of those individuals that loves their coffee so much, that you're slamming, let's say, six to eight to ten cups a day, you may want to review that practice because you're kind of not helping yourself. And you'll probably have yellow teeth if you're drinking that much coffee. (laughs) Yeah. I have found there's a certain amount of coffee your dentist will definitely yell at you. And I don't know how many that is, but your dentist will let you know. I'm getting close. There is an app. It's kind of a computer program called Twitch. Uh, do you know about Twitch? I I know only so much as to say I've heard of Twitch. If you want me well, to tell you what it is or what it does, I don't know. That's part of the problem is we get a little older. We're not hip enough to be on the cutting edge of this. But it's, uh, it's the ability to live stream everything from gaming to live sporting events. And Twitch has become very famous because – Twitch has helped raise quite a bit of money for charity. Well, good for uh, them. Yeah, there's a phenomena going on, uh, and it kind of came about because of the game Minecraft, where people would create videos of them playing Minecraft, and people were like, hey, I'll watch people play video games. And at first, I'm sure the very first person says, well, nobody would want to do that, but watching video games and other live events has become a thing and twitch is launching a new charity tool to help users create charity streams Uh, in the past you'd have to jump through all these different hoops this will allow people that are game demonstrators to actually put a little flag on their feed that says proceeds go to and they can select a charity that it can go to and they say this charity tool will create an even bigger uh charity uh, stream of money to all these charities that is a incredible idea uh i was aware that watching video games was a very big business i do know a lot of uh youtubers that's what their channel is. It's video. It's videos of them playing video games, and they have millions yeah. of subscribers. I guess if I like to tune in and watch the NFL and watch live football, there are people that want to tune in and watch live football video games. Yes, and they do it. And now that you're telling me the uh, there's a platform now for these uh, gamers to have a, a charity angle as well, that's tremendous. Yeah, I think that that's a great story. Now, 
you're probably aware, Adam, you brought up cigarettes. Most cigarettes, uh, depending on which country, have some pretty dire warnings on the package because uh, there has not been a study yet that says smoking is good for you. Now, it's a product, obviously, that a number of people are addicted to, but uh, they have found that the tobacco warning labels actually reduced the overall consumption of cigarettes. Well, there is a study from the United Kingdom that suggests that food manufacturers may want to start putting those graphic warnings on candy bars because uh, candy bars don't necessarily help overall health. You know, in the same reasoning and logic of you saying that there isn't a cigarette that is good for you, I guess you could say there isn't a candy bar that is good for you. Sadly. Uh, yeah. But what a bummer to right before I open well, my Twix and uh, and get chocolate all over my co- white collar of my shirt from my chin down to my belly button because I, <laughs> you, I don't know if you've ever seen me eat a Twix. I take that sucker apart. I mean, I've got to peel the, sure. the caramel off first and then eat all the chocolate and try to nibble that off like a rabbit. And then you've got the cookie left. Right before that joyous occasion, I've got to read a warning that says this product may kill you. Yes. I don't want that. Well, I know it sounds bad, and I was going to run that by you because I know that you are a renowned uh, uh, chocolate baraholic, and I, I thought that this might sound bad. <laughs> but I guess everything <laughs> everything is all about moderation, isn't it? My God, don't let's get to some good news. Don't uh, let's not scare the listeners with uh, dire warnings on a candy bar label. <laughs> well, then here's some good news. <laughs> You know, Adam, one of your your favorite events of all time is the uh, is the turkey trot, where you know you combine uh, eating on Thanksgiving with going out, getting a little physical fitness, and then raising a little bit of money for charity. Love a turkey trot. Love it. The turkey trot is a great idea. Well, there is a group of comedians that run. It's called the Bananas Strange News Podcast. They created an event uh, in Los Angeles where you run downhill for a 1K to raise money for charity. So instead of having to train for a marathon or get up at the crack of dawn to run 13.1 miles, you literally go downhill for 0.6 tenths of a mile, 1K, and there you go. You know, it, I, All I, the proceeds are going to charity. I, I'm glad you said six tenths of a mile. I was just going to guess it was just over a half a mile, uh, 1K. Just a little bit over a half mile, and but I'm it thinking, is downhill. And I, yeah, I was thinking that's pretty. it'd be pretty easy to go uh, a half a mile, uh, but then you throw in that the whole thing is downhill. It's downhill. <laughs> that is and great. You, you, you can walk if necessary. Actually, you can't. You can't walk if it's downhill. It's, you, gravity's going to make you do at least a light jog. Yeah, you're. You know, it, it could. You know, make you go a little quicker than you're used to. I mean, it's almost uh, harder to walk downhill than it is to walk uphill. Because there's a oh, chance yeah. that you're going to go t- get ahead of yourself and fall down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they have had to caution you. You could fall down at any moment, but it's called the Downhill 1K. (laughs) 
they do great. it at four four o'clock in the afternoon because they said you could even squeeze lunch in before you go. Well, that's the other thing is a lot of these five Ks and uh, and longer start at you know eight o'clock in the morning, and that is no. Yeah. I am not a morning guy. If it's an eight o'clock run, that means you gotta you gotta get up at six just to get some caloric intake and make the uh, the trek over there through traffic and find parking and uh, yeah. So I, I like the afternoon start time uh, almost as much as I like that this whole thing's downhill. It's all downhill. It's in the afternoon. Uh, and they are encouraging participants to dress in some kind of banana costume because it is the Bananas <laughs> Strange News podcast. And you'll love this. This group has done other fundraising events. And also, you know how nowadays we've always said that, you know, people have kind of lost their sense of humor. And you, so you can't really pull what you'd call a stunt anymore because people get really riled up Mm -hmm. but this group famously over a los angeles airport got a sky rider to write on the sky how do i land question mark (laughs) (laughs) so you can see this group has a pretty good sense of humor that is fantastic i love that uh what is what is the charity that this benefits do we know this benefits the la food bank oh even better it's the downhill 1k and it does show you, we've always talked about a little out-of-the-box thinking sometimes. You can come up with some great charity ideas uh, and raise money and actually have a good time. That's for sure. And wh- what time of year does this take place? Uh, this is taking place, unfortunately, this weekend. So it's too late to fly out to Los Angeles and get involved. But obviously, they're going to try to create an annual event with this. I just love the whole concept that the uh, the creator of this event said, who wants to get up early and run a marathon? I know I don't, but I still want to raise money for charity. No, that yeah, count me in. I, I love this idea, and uh, I'm sure they're taking uh, donations on their website if you want to Google the Bananas, Stra- Bananas Strange News Podcast. Uh, to find out more information, we would. Uh, this is like something I would like to cover live on location. We set up our table and we interview the executive director of the LA Food Bank. We talk to the guys behind the Banana Strange News podcast. Get the uh, insights on the how do I land uh, skywriting <laughs> story. I mean, this sounds like a lot of fun, and we could even uh, we could help them raise some money for this. So let's look into that and see if we can go out there next uh, next July and cover this. Yeah, that would be a blast. Well, we talked about thinking a little bit out of the box. This is an annual event as well. This is going to be happening this upcoming weekend, the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. They've been doing this since 1983 and have raised a little bit, a little bit north of $6 million for charity, mostly for autism research. Wow, that's awesome. And it just shows you how something that's fun. This is a group of guys that collected vintage race cars. And when you think vintage race cars, you know, it's not like don't think NASCAR or IndyCar or things like that. Think of sports cars because sports car racing was huge in America in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, for sure. Is this a a showcase or an exhibition or are they actually racing? 
They do some actual racing. It's held at a place called Shenley Park in Pittsburgh. And the SCCA, which is the Sports Car Club of America, actually helps them conduct an actual racing event. So they're at speed, but they're also not slamming into each other like you would see at a NASCAR race because, you know, obviously at NASCAR, they say, hey, if you win this race, you win a million dollars. And then you say, I wonder why the second place car slammed into the first place car. Yeah, This is more, more designed to get the cars out and uh and give them an opportunity to put on a show for the public and uh it's a lot of fun if i'm in the pittsburgh vintage grand prix with my 1973 jaguar and somebody (laughs) near the finish line on the last lap or whatever somebody slams into me and trades paint to beat me i'm gonna be so mad i'm gonna be so mad (laughs) this is for charity come on it's a charity event Especially if it's uh, if it's a car worse than mine, uh, could you enter the the grand? You know, I wonder what the uh, parameters are on entering. Like, could you enter with a yeah. 1978 Monte Carlo? Because I could they go buy one of those right seriously. now for twelve hundred dollars. No, they take it pretty seriously. <laughs> so you might have to check the website. Here's a, a kind of a cool grassroots thing. Uh, you probably have heard that the Ford F-150 pickup truck, very famous pickup truck, uh, is made uh, in America in Louisville, Kentucky. And it's a source of pride uh, for this Louisville, Kentucky Ford plant. And one of the things that they are doing this year for charity is raffling off a new electric F-150. I didn't know if you knew about this, but Ford has been a big pioneer in electric trucks. That seems uh, counterintuitive, I guess, to me. You think you need a lot of gasoline power to get a truck that big moving. They can run on a yeah. little uh, on a on a couple AA batteries, huh? <laughs> they just yeah, that's the electric truck. I'm really glad you've been keeping up on electric uh, car and truck technology because that's exactly how it works. I figured you just pop in a couple of nine volt batteries, the square batteries that you find in a smoke detector, and you just pop them under the hood, and the car runs for a eh, hundred miles. You know. Well, when I was a kid, and we had. Uh, <laughs> what we called a jam box in the mid to early 80s, uh, it would take like $38 worth of D batteries to play, yes. to play the radio on the basketball court while I shot hoops. And those $40 worth of D batteries would last about six hours. So oh, yes. I, I would and imagine it, it, forever it, would that, take, yeah. uh, it would take so many D batteries, thousands of dollars per week to get an electric <laughs> car to move. I haven't really looked into it yet. No, absolutely. But I thought this was uh, very interesting because this is sort of the intersection of technology and uh, grassroots activism. And you can actually enter to win this F-150 Lightning pickup truck. The uh, website is www.winfordlightning.com. And you can enter to win up through December 1st of this year. You are old because you said the three W's. I said uh, three W's. Yes, I did. I I just realized that as I said it. As you were. I had to squint to see it. You were. So you don't have your readers on and you were just reading the copy. No. And you got to the first W and thought it might be a word. And before you knew it, you committed to the second W. Then you had to say the third one. 
next thing you know, you're already involved. <laughs> well, uh, but I thought that that was uh, pretty cool because winning one of those vehicles would be great. And the, the actual uh, entries start at $10. So if you want to give to charity and win perhaps one of the coolest vehicles. I mean, I'm telling you, these uh, electric trucks are very cool. That sounds very cool for a $10 entry uh, or donation, rather, to charity. And who's the benefactor of that charity? That, it does not say, but they are doing it for local charities, local charities. in Louisville. Okay. Yeah, they do a, a series of fundraising events at the Louisville Ford plant, including an annual awareness ride, uh, motorcycle ride, and they also host a run in August uh, that helps support. Oh, they're donating to a society that supports search for a cure for diabetes. That is nothing but good. That was all good. That was a great story out of Louisville. And you get to win an electric Ford F-150 pickup truck. Did you need the WWWs again? What was that website, Jay? <laughs> start, it was. Can you start with the HTTP? No, with with HTTP. Uh, <laughs> dash, dash, dot, dot. Yeah, it's just it's like starting a Morris code message. Oh, my uh, goodness. <laughs> winfordlightning.com. Enter to win. You'll be glad you did. And if you win the truck, you swing by and give Adam and I a ride. When you give out your email address, do you say it's the letter A with a circle around it, or you do, do you just say at? At. I'm just this shocked that they actually selected at because that's one of the few things on the internet that makes sense. It does. Interesting. The All symbol right. of awesome. at. at J- if, for complaints, uh, email jbaker at jbaker.com. <laughs> that is an incorrect email address, but if uh, you'd like to get in touch with me uh, in the show, uh, my email address is adam at adamritz.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at Vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit AdamRitzShow.com. 